hello lovelies welcome to another sweet awesome great mind-blowing episode of grace Rain podcast my name is grace olapisi and i'm your host on this podcast channel how you doing how was the week did you enjoy the last episode about how i dealt and how i still deal with my addictions i hope you pick one or two things and the testimonies i i got from that episode was just mind-blowing someone said after listening to the episode of the podcast she went on her phone and she had to delete her uh, a, a particular hub where she reads erotic romantic novels from and then she set a target to herself another person how to make up her mind to stop taking soda to stop taking pet drinks and a lot of other sedient good refuel and also a dearest brother went as far as um going to follow us on spotify thank you so much for the love thank you for listening in case i don't know you from germany from america from canada from ghana from nigeria my home country and from every other country on the list of listeners i love you guys so 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 much thank you for the love thank you for listening to this little guest story Thank you for being there. I really appreciate it. So a quick one. This today I'm going to be answering some questions that were sent in to my mail and some that were sent to me on WhatsApp. If you want me to answer one or two questions also anonymously, definitely you can send me a mail on letustalk 990 at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless you as you do. So let's jump right into the question. Okay, the first question is, what is my most prominent strength? Okay, uh, for me, over the time, I think my prominent most, I think my most prominent strength is the ability to multitask. Even though these days I'm beginning to think there's a limit to multitasking in itself. In as much as you can do three to four things at once, you cannot do three to four things all the time and not get tired of it sometimes you have to take a break and focus on one thing but i love the fact that i mean i have the ability to switch between tasks um maybe run two or three tasks at the same time and they are ongoing so i feel that's that's my most prominent strength for me if you ask me anytime maybe there are other strengths i have not been able to discover but for me multitasking is b (laughs) okay the next question says what book are you reading currently okay uh i think this question has multiple answers because i don't read a book at once the least i do is read two books at a time so presently i'm on like uh is it three to four books i'm reading swell by tdjx is a uh a book about building your vision from the ground up i'm reading um i'm reading a global call to prayer I've forgotten the name of the author a global call to prayer i really love that book also i have a community of book lovers that i call d117 library uh, where we meet together to read for the month of january i think we just finished reading um business to the glory of god we just finished reading a particular book and we are moving on to read uh discovering the kingdom by my tomorrow and also by the side i'm also reading unashamed 
the story of Lecrae. So I don't read one book at a time. So presently at this point in time in my life, those are the books I'm reading. How do I do them? I don't know. Some are soft copies, some are hard copies. And I read as I am moved by the spirits. And I have an, a constant book I'm always reading, my Bible, every day, <laughs> all the time. So that's, that's about uh, that question, okay? Another question says, what is my biggest dream? Okay. Uh, my biggest dream is to uh, fulfill my mandate on earth. Like, all I want in life, all I have ever wanted, all I'm living for, all I'm striving for right now is to be able to fulfill the plan and purpose of God for my life. I like walk into that picture that I've received for the Lord for whom I'm going to be, be uh, to be able to speak on multiple uh, national and international platforms, teaching the truth of the word of God, encouraging people to be the best they can be and, you know, to, uh, to live up to the mandate that God has given them. And also just build up people to be the best version of themselves, in, whether through my writing, whether through speaking, whether through counseling, whether through um, my profession, being a lawyer. I just want to give glory to God. So that's my biggest dream. It's not to own the car. It's not to own. Yes, those things will come. I love good cars. What do you mean? <laughs> I love good stuff too, but at the same time, the major thing, because the truth is Matthew 63 has finished work. It says, uh, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, every other thing shall be added unto you. So once I get that's my biggest dream, everything will be trooping in. And uh, it will be a struggle whether I live in America or whether I live in um, in, the, uh, in Canada or whether I lived in the UK or whatever country I'm living in. What matters most is I'm at the center point of God's will. Because I realize that uh, there's a limit to natural desires. There is rather there's no limit to natural desires. If you want if your biggest dream is to become the greatest sojourn on earth, you will not believe it that a time will come when <clears throat> a time will come when you will get to that point in your life and you will still not be satisfied you will still want more you will still want more the only satisfaction you can have in life the only place where you can have peace and be happy with your status is when you are the center point the center will of god for your life so that's my biggest dream okay another question says how do i deal with my sexual desires <laughs> this one is funny really because I've talked about, um, I've had, much, like, I, I think I have like two episodes of this podcast talking about sex. And also last week I talked about addiction and all. And I deal with my sexual desire by consecrating them unto God. That may sound so spiritual, but the practical aspect of it is I know my body. This is how I do it. I know my body. I know I'm, I'm more vulnerable to sexual desires and I'm more, uh, more inclined to, uh, desiring sex when um during my ovulation period so i have my calendar that is to calculate and when that period reach i make sure that i consecrate my thoughts um i believe my plan my time to code you know when i wake up with such urges i just spend more time in prayer in worship and i avoid things that may trigger unnecessary actions things that may make me want to 
you know, satisfy that particular desire because the scripture says, walk in the spirit and it shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. There is no other way around this. Okay, so people have advised that take a cold shower, um, hug your pillow, sleep. No, for me, what works is listen to good, um, good music. I mean, good uh, gospel music. I tend to go for something that has a good beat, something I like so that I can dance very well. That's the way the eat. <laughs> Sorry about that. So that's what I do, study the world, read books, read my Christian books. Yes. Whether Christian romance or whether Christian, uh, normal Christian book reader. As much as possible, don't give my attention to the desire. Okay. We have two more questions to go. I have to make random selection so that this episode doesn't become unnecessarily too long. Thank you. So, this person says, what is my biggest fear? Okay, for one, I don't have fear. In the sense that uh, the scripture says, I have not been given the spirit of fear, but of a sound mind. And also, if I'm afraid and if I have fear in my heart, my faith will not work. I cannot, faith and fear cannot do it together in the same art so i'm so full of faith that i'm not afraid although over time i've always been afraid of death having death around me but you know confessing the word of god believing for what he has said knowing that the plan of purpose of god for my life does not entail untimely or premature death and does not entail me having sorrow and sadness around me i i mean i mean i'm knowing and also the fact that i've that is life death is not the end death is a means to an end to see my father in heaven and reign with him so i've been able to deal with that fear years back you know growing up with that fear was was really a talk of war i can't sleep alone i can't stay alone in a place i was afraid of the dark and a lot of us you know working with uh, christ and uh, yielding to the teaching of the spirit part time and knowing the truth of the word of god has been able to deliver me for that fear but if you want to say my biggest what i i like 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 i'm afraid of but what i wish would not ever happen to me is that dying without fulfilling the purpose of god in my life i really really i mean i like i mean so i love fulfilling the purpose of god I, what i live for around me is purpose like what god has made me for doing it so i really really don't want to leave this earth i really don't want to leave this uh, age and this dispensation without fulfilling the mandate of God for my life. I that's what I live for. That's it. So it's a particular question and it's kind of long and I'll just take it bit by bit. So send it to me on WhatsApp and I promise to answer it. So not to spoil let's go. The question says how do you handle your emotions in a relationship as a leader? Or let's say in a ministry or perhaps the pioneer of a ministry. Okay, um, that's the first aspect of it. It says, then the person continues to explain like, for example, a fellowship president or a ministry pioneer is involved in a godly relationship. How do you handle the fantasies and the emotions? Of course, I know the aspect of discipline and being careful, but the thoughts do, do come. Yet, you still have to prepare someone, prepare for programs without feeling distracted or even guilty. Or has there been a proven way to obstruct emotions or possibly fantasies from coming? I believe this question is into different sects, so I'm going to break it. I'm going to ask, I think it's into three. How do you handle your emotion, being a leader in a church, in the fellowship or in the ministry? And also, 
if you are involved in a good relationship with your partner how do you deal with their emotions and fantasies i think it's still like how do you handle emotion whether you are engaged in a relationship or you're single how do you handle your emotions then it says also that how do you obstruct the emotion from coming um and the fantasies from coming okay and I think I can answer the question once and for all, in the sense that uh, God bless uh, Joyce Meyer. When I first started reading Christian literatures, I read a lot of his of her books. I listened to a lot of his of her sermon because I love when people teach practically. She teaches with uh, practical examples, alive examples, stories around her, and she makes the message as simple as possible. So over time, when I was when I first started getting serious my relationship with God, she her messages and books really came in handy. And there was a particular statement that she said in her book and in a, and a particular message that has never left me. It says, you must be in control of your emotion and your emotion must not control you. That's the first thing you must note about emotion. You are not a robot. Yes, you were created to have emotions. If Jesus Christ could live on earth and get angry, he could have uh, if if he had shed tears uh, you know when lazarus died john 11 35 and jesus wept if he could feel the pain of the people if he could have compassion on the sick and heal them because he saw what they were passing through definitely you too you are subject to emotion but <clears throat> like most of the courses that are really going on air right now about emotional intelligence then you have to learn how to be in charge of your emotions and not the other way around then how do you be in charge of your emotions number one do not um be too vulnerable to the level that you expect everybody to be like you no don't expect everybody to be like you know that you're unique in your own way the way you feel the emotions the way you are drawn to people the way the fantasies come is different for the way it's opposed to the other person another thing is in the book of philippians chapter 4 and it says you it, it listed a lot of things for you to think about i think philippians 4 7 and for you to think about don't just subject your thoughts, your mind to any thoughts that comes. And that's, that was why uh, I said it when I talked about my diet plan in that particular episode about what you feed on is important. Whatever you open your mind to, your heart to will dread there. They will sit down there. They will entertain themselves and they will feed on your spirit man if they are bad and fleshy desires. So don't entertain things, okay? You, let's 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 take it for example that okay you just saw a beautiful young lady pass you know she just passed by you and you saw her and you're the fellowship president a sister in the fellowship instead of you to be to be you know giving your thoughts to imagining how she will look in bikini <laughs> or how she will look as your future partner why don't you say god thank you for this beautiful work of art and switch your thoughts on that thing it's not as difficult because and it will not be difficult if you rely on the Spirit of God to chastise you because the Spirit is always correcting us. Guy, guy, what you're doing is wrong. <laughs> but most of us silence the voice of the Spirit and we please our fleshy desires. We accommodate those thoughts. We let them sit down. We use five minutes. Okay, let me go past it now. Before, I used to... I have a very strong imagination. I can be on my bed for one hour. You will think I'm sleeping. I'm not sleeping. In my head, I have completed a full story. Or a full story book, I have played it out, or a full drama, a full movie. 
that you have never watched before. I already imagined a husband and wife that are having issues, how the husband mess gynecol like in different stories. I have that like that my imaginative power is very strong. So when I encountered the particular scriptures and I grew in my relationship with the Lord, I realized that that's that I that is a planted waste of time. If I'm not using it to get inspiration to write books or to write stories or to do podcast episodes, then it's a waste of time. If I'm not using it to get innovative ideas to drive my future and be a solution to human uh, to human race. Then it's a waste of time sitting there and imagining stories that I cannot even write out. I cannot even set it out to the next neighbor. So you must always be in charge, and you can never be in charge until you submit your total being to your total will to the Lord. Don't pretend before the Lord, guy, Lord, I um, I have this thought coming to me whenever I see Sister Lara. Help me, O oh Lord, help me to overcome the flesh. I've said it before at the last episode that the worst thing you can do in your life is to deceive yourself and deceive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit cannot ever be deceived. But if you deceive yourself, you are gently killing yourself and subjecting yourself to the power that is giving you the lies that you are using the deceits. I hope you get that. <laughs> so, all in all, my advice of how you can control these emotions and fantasies submit to the Lord, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit to the Lord by telling him the truth and ask him to help you. Resist the devil by being in charge of your thoughts, of what you feed on, what you talk about, the kind of company you keep, what you watch, and it will flee from you. By the time you don't pay attention, you will know that, um, guy, I cannot give this one this type of temptation. Let me go for something higher. <laughs> yes, uh, so people say it's that there are something that they can that the devil cannot bring to them to tempt them again. Because I don't think it's pride. I think the truth of the matter is the fact that once you have victory over a particular issue, your victory is permanent. And because victory also comes with growth, you have grown into another level and you have improved. Although let evil think he or she stands, be careful lest they fall. But at the same time, a, stunt, a, a stunted Christian that is experiencing a stunted growth will not move forward in life. So you must grow. And as you grow, there are some things that you, it's just like if someone has been used to fasting and they now want to say, don't fast. You'll be like, fasting has become like my daily food. Do you, I, do, I, hope, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say in this place. The fact is, submit to God. Resist the devil and it will flee from you. Thank you for coming to my question and answer session. I really appreciate it. If you have other questions for me to answer, please send it to my mail. Let us talk 990 at gmail.com or you can reach me on WhatsApp through the number in my bio. Thank you so much. So next week, I'm going to be coming to you with another great, awesome episode. Till then, grow in grace. Bye-bye.